Marvelites, this is Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M, Executive Editorial Director for Marvel's Digital Media Group. We've got a special, super fun, awesome episode of This Week in Marvel for you guys. I am joined by the band Bad Books. First up, Kevin. I am Andy. And I'm Robert. And we've also got... Blake. (laughs) (laughs) Blake Garris, holding it down. So, the folks here from Bad Books, awesome band. They just had their great tour of Marvel headquarters. That's right. What'd you guys see, do, learn? The table is strewn with books and (laughs) posters and fun swag. I'm amazed by it, you know? I just thought you people drew stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty amazing, you know? Being a fan as a kid, being able to see the process and the steps of it are pretty intense, you know? everybody who's a big fan could get a chance to see it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of amazing. There are three people working for you that I grew up with in Staten Island. It's crazy. York. It's very crazy. Yeah. Not working for me personally. They were working at personally. Marvel. Yeah, no. Blake works for me. I like to remind oh. him about all the time. No. So, yeah, Jen Grunwald, who a lot of people on Twitter know. She's a big vocal Twitterer. She's great. She's, She's amazing. Twitterer. She's in our collections department. But, yeah, Staten Island crew representing holding it down here at Marvel. When we were growing up, her name was Punk Rock Jen. Because <laughs> there was only so many people on Staten Island that had, like, pink dyed hair. Sure. Shaved sides. Yeah. She I, was basically it. Yeah. Yeah. I think when There's my... One. Yeah. My her comic book name was Punk Rock Jen. Now it's her comic book name? Yeah. Oh, that what? Yeah, that's that was your comic book name. Yeah, she should use that in credits and stuff. The first or second week I started at Marvel, she had already been here like three or four years, and I was wearing a World Inferno Friendship we, Society. We played with them. My old band played shows. They're great, with them. crazy. Yes, but I was wearing a hoodie or a t-shirt or something, and she's like, "I know them. You're okay." And she was wearing her <laughs> Citizen Fish shirt, and oh, she was you know like. I think she had like a mohawk or something. Yeah. It was awesome. But she's totally punk rock, Jen. Yeah, she's great. That's her. Yeah. So you saw her and you saw some of the collection stuff. You got to see how comics were made. How was that for you? I mean, that kind of stuff is amazing to see. I was a total comic book obsessive when I was a little kid into later and then kind of never really stopped being into it, but stopped collecting Mm -hmm. quite as much. And then about five or six years ago, kind of got the bug again for a while. I think all of the stuff you guys are doing with like House of M. Mm hmm. And was it Avengers Disassemble? Yep. Yeah. That all the Scarlet right Witch storyline yep. and all that. That stuff really pulled me back in. It was just so complex. That Was that all Bendis? That was all Mr. Bendis. Yeah, his stuff is really, really special. It's He's really pretty good. okay. And the scope of it kind of, rem- I'm pointing, and this is audio, <laughs> but the Infinity Gauntlet when I was a kid, yep. all that stuff, that was, I loved those, like, I mean, you knew that the Marvel Universe wasn't going to disappear at the end of issue six, but I always liked that they came pretty close to it. Yeah. And we had the role-playing game. This is really with the die and everything. They're hardcore. My younger brother, I would always be like, you can be whoever you want. And he'd pick, like, Spider-Man. And then I'd pick Death. (laughs) And be like, guess what? You lose. Because no one beats Death. And every time he'd be like, don't do it again. (laughs) Okay, fine. You could be the Hulk. I'm Death. He was stupid. He kept doing it. He's not stupid. He's really smart. (laughs) <laughs> what about you what was, it, what was it like for you about it? it was definitely surreal like just kind of walking in and seeing A that you know even like the conference rooms yeah. have this like general theme I don't know like yeah. if I wasn't in music I'd totally be down <laughs> a lot of people just think it's super crazy but you know it's it's cool to see you know Blake and I we're used to this it's a lot of what's what we do on a day to day basis sure. it's cool to see People come in and get a, a fun perspective and know it's it's a rad place. When you first started working here, was it 
kind of eye-opening just not this the culture's the culture but seeing all that stuff well i worked at a wizard magazine before all right so you were like and i had come through the marvel offices which were in an old office it was disgusting it was really dirty Mm -hmm. it was a bad building we've moved on up so far since then but uh wizard was actually wilder than here like in the amount of stuff that was everywhere we don't have a foosball table that was a wizard? Yeah. When was Marvel in a really small... It wasn't small, but right. it was like... Dingy? Yeah. It was it, a trailer. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a trailer. <laughs> it was a trailer. That was a, it was a rough patch for us in 2006. Yeah, it was just comics on one side and then just meth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say, please don't do drugs if you're listening to this podcast. So guys, talk a little bit about why you're here. You're, you're talking, you got a new record and a tour coming up. Tell us a little bit about that stuff. Yeah, we have, uh, we have a, our, our second album coming out. It's called Two. And it's coming out October 9th. And yeah, we've just been up in New York for the last couple of days doing press and stuff. And this band started as a project between Kevin and I with our band, Manchester Orchestra, and Kevin and, and the goddamn band, his band. Met like six years ago and, and wanted to make music together. And, and we finally got around to it a couple of years ago or released our first record and it went really well and just made sense to do another one. And it's funny that it could even be considered a job because we're, we're all really close and it's so fun to just hang out. So yeah. the fact that we were able to involve our passion and music with us, pretty cool. It's awesome. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. I That's thinking, it. Though, you know, I hadn't read comics in a really long time. And then the, when I read them again, it was in your van when I was traveling. It was, I think it was a daredevil that was written by Smith. Yeah. 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 I did have those on the, uh, on that. I nailed it. I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> those were really good. Say it and everybody in the room's going to go, no idiot. No, that was it. <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of when I started realizing that, they were deeper than just the kid thing that totally. I was associating it with before. Yeah. yeah, and those Daredevil books, those were great. I thought the Kevin Smith ones, and obviously the Touchstone, like the Frank Miller stuff. Yeah, those are series is just incredible. Kind of out of control. Yeah, you know, it's we talked we a little bit earlier. We were walking through and we saw Joe Quesada's art for Siege. Joe Quesada was the one who drew. I loved that, that series that, too. That Daredevil book that right. you liked, and when he came in, it was like he brought in that Marvel Knights, which was a darker. Right edgier vibe for Marvel and really, you know, then he became editor-in-chief and that really propelled us into a really, a golden age of storytelling with Brian Michael Bendis and sure. a lot of the writers and artists that we have these days. It's It feels like they've kind of been, creatively, it's been on such a role. I feel like it kind of House of M and Avengers Disassembled and all those things were kind of connected. Yeah. And it just kept kind of rolling out yeah. into that, like, Planet Hulk stuff and that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great stuff. Did you see the animated movie? No. We, did, we did a Planet Hulk animated movie. This is actually a public admission. I have it, and it was a gift from my younger brother, and I don't think I've watched it yet. So you've called him stupid? He's actually not stupid. And I'm you saying, haven't look, enjoyed look, his man, gift. I'm saying when we, were, when we were children, it wasn't... I want to retract that statement, Daniel. You were not stupid. I was... I was like Loki. I was a trickster. And I was playing tricks on you because you were younger than me. God, this is starting to look like him. No, but uh, <laughs> he's actually quite quite smart. He's a journalist. He writes about basketball for Yahoo. He's that's got awesome. thousands of followers on Twitter. He's huge, man. That's really... Yeah. <laughs> that, that's great. Big stuff. So you talked a lot about, you know... My brother. He doesn't exist. Yeah. Probably other comics <laughs> and, and, you know, how you got back into it. What about your favorite characters or stories or anything like that? Well, I had a tough time with it because... Every time I would get into a character, I would want to be them so much that I would end up I did a lot more dressing up as characters sure. as a kid than reading about the characters. I mean, I was in tights for the first eight to ten years of my life, I would say. You know, just sure. pretending to be. I loved Daredevil. You know what my problem was is that dogs would always eat the figures, though. 
Yeah. Was this like a roving band of dogs in Georgia? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. We lived in a dog park. And yeah, they were just, it was really bad. No, just the one bastard dog would uh, just eat all of the awesome, awesome toys. But, uh, Thanks. Yeah, I had the same problem, though. Yeah, I remember being on a Spider-Man kick. Mm. I was with my buddy, Roman Fortin. My mom said that we pulled the trampoline over, and she came out, and I was on the roof about to, like, jump off oh, and try and do no. some sweet. I don't know, probably, like, eight, nine. Oh. I feel like everybody has that, that sure. story of, like, almost jumping off a roof, and someone, thankfully, stopping them. You're not this the problem is, yeah, I think I would have done something yeah. really See? cool. The what? I would have done something really, really cool if you yeah. let me. Probably broken several things. Would have been yeah. worth it, though. Yeah. Totally worth it. Better yeah. story than it is now. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are going on tour to support two? Yeah. yeah. Uh, where are you guys going? Is it North America? Worldwide? What are you we, doing? We start in Seattle and then make our way east um, across. We play Austin City Limits and we end in Atlanta. It's like a two-week run. And then next year we'll do another run of kind of East Coast dates and stuff. Before, when we were promoting our first record, it was really more of a side project and kind of a boutique thing. And it went so well that we had so much fun playing together that we decided to really kind of make it a band and go for it and, and really work this record more. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're really excited about it for sure. Do you guys have favorite places to play, like individually? You know, because you guys have been doing, you know, your various bands for a while. Is there one place you just love going to? Oh, there's, some, there's several. Yeah. yeah. Portland is great. Austin, Seattle, Seattle's great. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, most places. There, yeah, it's, almost it's true. Like, it's, there's there's bad venues in every town. Sure, but all the towns end up. You can always like pinpoint like, oh yeah, that show was awesome yeah. there. And this might sound like pandering, but the people are generally like the, that. That kind of makes it. The kids that come to the shows are pretty awesome. Yeah. in general. And I feel like that kind of makes the experience uniform in a good way, where like every night you're kind of like, even if it's a place that's slightly less exciting, like Seattle and Portland and Austin, all those places, San Francisco, those are just like kind of magical places. I, I, I would, you know, every time we're out there, I'm kind of like fall in love with it a little more. Sure. There are other places that are less magical, but the shows make it better. The kids make it better. Very yeah. cool. Sometimes you find that the weirder cities you're in, the better the show for sure. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot more appreciation. Yeah, a lot more appreciation for a band coming through. And, yeah. You know, something like even Seattle where, you know, they got a lot of people coming through. Sure. It's not exactly shocking to them that a band's coming to town. Yeah. You take it to, you know, even New Orleans. Or or like, like Boise that. or Boise, something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Boise. You mentioned reading some of the books while you were traveling together, but do you ever commiserate with other bands or people about stuff like comics and or geeky, you know, things like that? Yeah, <laughs> that's part of what got me back into it was one of our friends, who uh, Jesse, who plays in a band called Brand New, mm-hmm. They he's a big comic freak, and he kind of, he got me back into that one night talking about, having this long conversation about a bunch of stuff that was happening in Marvel that oh. I had kind of lost track of, and I was like, what? That person did what? You know, just kind of yeah. like... That person, by the way, the characters are like friends of mine. <laughs> well, um, you, get, you yeah. do get an attachment to these characters. If they're written well and you find an emotional hook, it's yeah. going to happen. And then two of the guys that I play with, Mike Stramberg and his brother Brian, are big into comics. And I feel like one of the cool things is we I just did a tour with a band called Cursive. Their singers is Tim. Mm-hmm. And we did a tour with the Get Up Kids a couple years ago. Their singers, singers Matt Pryor. They both were not into comics. And then we're like... Some I think I was reading one, and Matt, by a fire, asked me to tell him the entire Infinity Gauntlet story while he drank whiskey, and he was like, "That's awesome, man!" And Tim and Tim was the same. He's like, "What are you?" I was telling him about the Frank Miller stuff, yeah. and 
he uh, I think he ended up hitting up Jesse on the tour they did together and like bought it's music. really fun listening to Kevin tell the story. I'm now. dead serious. Next record you guys are promoting, let's get a fi- let's go somewhere, get a fire going, and have you tell the Infinity Gauntlet on video. I think that would be terrific. Bottle, I drink a bottle. <laughs> that <laughs> would be amazing. <laughs> whiskey. I'll stay sober. You talk. I want to hear that. Okay. Okay. That's right. <laughs> 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 he didn't do that. <laughs> that's awesome. That, yeah, that's terrific. So on on the new record, you guys have particular songs that you're super psyched to play live, or or you just you love more? Is it just like everyone's your baby? It's an interesting band. It's unlike anything I've ever done, and I think unlike anything a lot of bands have ever done. Where we we make our records in about a ten day period, and we don't know what songs are coming in we don't know what the material is going to be until Kevin will write his songs and I'll write my song and no one in the band hears it until we start recording it yeah. which is really odd and it's a miracle that we've come up with two pretty cohesive pieces of work sure. and two albums but it's a really kind of in the moment going with what feels right uh, super super record you know so Playing them live is really scary, and I kept saying this the entire time when we were making it, we're never going to be able to play this live. We're never going to be able to play yeah. this live. You know, this is because you're just writing on the spot and you're coming up with parts, and yeah. so it can't be reproduced. Yeah, exactly. that part's great. I can't play it, but yeah. that part's great. And, but, but it's cool because then we we always end up learning them and we always get good at them. Yeah. So it's really fun to be able to play music for me, being the lead singer of uh, another band. And constantly singing the whole time, it's really refreshing to just be able to play guitar and sing back up and not totally be the focus mm-hmm. of the band and yeah. kind of be able to play, you know, there still are songs, which is cool. And yeah, I think with this record, it's not often that you get to make a second record twice as a musician. Mm-hmm. So like, Kevin's made his own second record and Manchester's made a second record and it's just kind of odd and rare to be able to have that happen yeah. again. And so that was really exciting this time around. Go, man. We're a first record and a second record's relationship is really important, I believe, for a band because, you know, the first is the taste and kind of what could come and then the second is have they grown and has it mm-hmm. has it moved forward and grown up. And I think this one definitely has, which is cool. That's cool. You know, you talking about that is similar to how sometimes we think about comics. The first issue of a book is really important and has to establish so many things has to give you a flavor like we have Hawkeye number one on the table that sets up a tone for the book where the second issue has to do so much more yeah yeah. do so much more because you built expectations you have to then take it up another level make sure that people keep coming back and develop so many different things extremely similar for sure and it continues to happen and then I'm sure it happens I don't know if it happens with with comics as well but sometimes there's a point where it says "All right, we've done as much as we can do you know, let's put an end to this before we yeah. screw it up more. Sure. And then there's something that pushes you to make it better, you know? There's something that pushes you to make the first issue or the first record seem trivial. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? And if the career or the book, the life of the book is long enough, there's mm-hmm. even those awkward transitional phases where there's like a 20-issue run that's like, oh, we tried something there. It didn't yeah. work out. Or with, if you make enough records, I'm sure you're going to make some records that are like, I know we were going for yeah. Uh, Without that, we didn't nail it. There, yes, exactly. I don't think that was exactly. Really I'm thinking about Neil Young and like Dylan and all those people. Mm-hmm. There are records in their body of work that you're like, that they, I'm sure. Woody Allen. Yes, absolutely. Now, if you guys had one superpower you could have, we were just asked this. We were just asked this. Well, I'm going to ask it again. I love it. It's great. All right. It's we, like we had rehearsal an hour and a half ago. Yeah. And we already know it's great. 
Oh, at another outlet? Right. I did live stream. Yeah. We just did a live thing. So right. Yeah. Not in another comic book company, okay. though. All right. Don't worry. Wipe my brow. Don't worry. So? This is a superpower. You what? can't see it, but I'm, like, <laughs> crooking my finger. All right. No, sorry. So what's what's your superpower, Kevin? You said flight. Yeah. I think flight's the coolest really? thing. But here, Well, because here's why. All right. So you could stop time. expenses, to be honest with you. It's just, yeah. Okay. It's unbelievable. Here's, here's something I'd like to say. Telekinesis Excuse is me. sick. And when I was little, I was obsessed with it. I would read about it and then look at stuff and want it to move. It wouldn't move. That being said, flight? Come on. Yeah. But is flight a mental power or a physical power? I guess it's a physical power because you are moving yourself through the physical space. You, so you would get, you'd get exhausted. Now, like. that's a question. You, you, you would, I think, when I think about it, I think you have to have a certain amount of stamina to, See, I feel like to propel yourself. See, I feel like it's a brain power, like a focus. It, it would thing. be almost telekinetic, but well, with yourself. Well, that's what I think. To me, if you like flight, you got to go for telekinesis because you can take yourself someplace but also take other things. So telekinesis is where the action is. All right, flight fine. is half of it. You know what I said was freeze time. Freeze time is time is legit. Only if you can then, if it's like a DVR, like you can pause it and then <laughs> fast forward. To like, eh, I'd rather just sit here and like zone out and then fast forward through the boring stuff. That's the only yeah, way it would life work. Life would end up so long. I'm just gonna pause life for a second and watch Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> All the times you do that in your life, your life ends up being like five times. <sighs> kind of like that Adam Sandler movie. Almost. Click. Is it? Exactly like is it? Adam Sandler movie. Damn. So you're going with stop, you're both going with stop time in a way. No. I'm going with, I think for me, I think invisibility would be really nice. Mm, yep. That would be really great. I mean, all of these are great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah. I mean, who are we to pick? Give us something. We have to Fate. pick. Because this. So, all right. Uh, guys, <laughs> where can the fans find, you know, the band and your individual, your Twitters, your websites, all that good stuff? Hey, you can check us out at Bad Books Music on Twitter and on iTunes. Our record, our second record comes out on October 9th. Our first record is up there. You um, could pre-order the second one now. Yep. On and, iTunes. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You can find me on Twitter at, at OKFineAndy or at Manchester Orchestra. And Kevin, you're... At Kevin Divine Twit. Yep. Those are our outlets. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Guys, we'll have more episodes at some point. This is uh, Marvel, your universe.